Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1. We're going to look ahead now to some of the best TV and cinema releases for the month ahead and I'm joined in the studio by Assistant News Editor at the Journal.ie, Aoife Barry and Africa Connell 2FM broadcaster with her brand new slot. <gasps> How dare you, Claire? Three and six. <laughs> Thank you so at the weekend. much. Yeah, Looking we're kicking to off tomorrow so three o'clock. Join me, please. Fabulous. For I'll the love you, of God. I'll give you, give you all, all my requests. Yeah. Uh, very <laughs> stuff. Now, I know you're both looking forward to this. We all are. Succession is back. I'm so excited about this. I'm sure we'll iron it all out, but what would happen if you and the ship were to bust up? We'll always be good, right? If we're good, we're good. Okay. Well, that's heartening. That's that's heartening. I'm heartened by that. We wanted to do something together. This is not about getting back at Dad. But if it hurts him, it doesn't bother me. I mean, it's a tight rope walk on a straight razor. 500-foot reputational drop. Why is that making you smile? That shouldn't make you smile. Who likes tight rope walking a straight razor? You cannot win. Your dad will wash you away. This is a chessboard. Are you tanking the deal? And every move is crucial. Like Israel-Palestine, Greg, but harder and much more important. We all love this because we hate them all so much. Yeah, uh, season 100%. four of Succession crept up on us, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. And I even had to look up what happened at the end of season three and then realised I still really don't have the business mind that you need to understand what's happening. <laughs> I was like, what are they talking about? A buyout, a sellout? What's the difference between the two of them? But it actually doesn't matter. It actually does not matter. I mean, Succession is about, you know, the super rich. It's about these people who live in this rarefied world of business and money and they live lives we can only dream of but they're also, like you say, really awful people yeah. and varying degrees of awfulness and at the end of it at the end of season three we did see how for example Tom who you heard um, at the end of the clip there selling out his own wife you know to try and make some money against her dad and a father selling out three of his own children so I mean the stakes are just kind of hilarious in succession so what we'll see hopefully with season four is how do those three kids get their own back against their own father how do they try and get some power back and get some money back because, you know, who are they without the power that their dad and mm-hmm. the money that their dad gives them? Um, so it's going to be in, in the 27th of March. So a little bit of a wait, but it has been really quick and they've such, I suppose, a really you know tight writer's room and, and process of putting succession together. And it's also the final season. So we won't get yeah. anything else past this. I'd say you probably have to catch up with the rest of it, don't you, if you haven't seen it? So mm. this was this was kind of my thing that I was going to say. It's a really good time to catch up yeah. now on the first three seasons mm-hmm. if you've missed them like Eva was saying did kind of creep up on us but first season was 2018 second season was 2019 third season was delayed because of COVID into 2021 so probably would be finishing right now and it was only like like we were saying that Jesse Armstrong came out last night and said you're done after yeah. this there is yes. no more so that's good I like I actually like like Happy Valley recently I like when there's a very someone says there's a very strong ending to this you're not there's no kind of will they won't they again yeah. but if you fancy it it's only about 10 episodes in each season you could do seasons one 
one to before three the yeah. the tw- before the 27th of March. You yeah. really could, and it's it worth it. 2018. It feels new to me, but that's exactly. five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Our COVID's lives collapsed are flying by. Let's remind ourselves. Ted Lasso, there's new season out as well. You don't really need to catch up with him, though. You do don't. You? No, you don't, but you can, and it's nice to. It was one of the real hits of uh, kind of lockdown as well, and a huge win for Apple TV. Plus. It did really, really well at the Emmys, and season three is on the way on March 15th, 2023. So you have Jason Sudeikis is uh, Ted Lasso, who we, you know, we learned all about during the Olivia Wilde, don't worry, darling, debacle uh, and all that kind of stuff. Not great stories coming out there. Great yeah. stories, yeah, yeah, exactly. Google it. But Brett Goldstein as well is just, is so good in it. He's actually writing something else called, or has written something else called Shrinking, which is also on Apple TV+. Oh Plus. yeah, I've been watching a bit of that. Yeah, which is really good. So Harrison who's he, Ford who is does he, that. does he have, play a role in, in Ted Lasso? Who's yes, he? he does. He is Roy Kent in Ted Lasso, who uh-huh. is based on Roy Keane. Uh-huh. I'm very happy <laughs> to tell you. And he's a writer. And he's a writer, yeah. I did not know this. Exactly, and it swept the, it really did sweep the boards at the Emmys. It's done really, really well. It is very much, it's the antithesis of Succession. It's very kind, it's very, you know, feel good, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And it is lovely. If you're looking for something a bit light and you want mm. to get yeah. into, it's lovely like that. You watch it on a Friday and you go, ah. Exactly. Life isn't all bad. Now, if you're recommending The Dry on RT1, this is from the 1st of March. This is just around the corner. Yeah. And this tells the story of someone called Shiv Sheridan, who has returned home to Dublin after years of partying in London. She's sober. She's full of good intentions. Let's have a listen to a clip. Oh, I'm so sorry. I completely forgot. Cheers. Ah, Shiv. Dad. Sweetheart, did you just get in? Caroline forgot to collect me. Well, oh, oh, no. I was doing everything else. What happened here? Oh, just a little fall. Caroline fixed me up. You've lost weight. No, I haven't. You have, hasn't she, Bernie? You look great. And your skin. Gorgeous. No, it's suiting you, this uh, new uh, lifestyle. Isn't it, Bernie? How long has it been? Five months, 17 days and six hours. Wow. No, that is... um... Very promising. So that's the dry... Some people are calling it the Irish flea bag. Yeah, they are. And I mean, it's not quite it in that you don't get the kind of to camera breaking the fourth wall stuff that flea bag does where she doesn't speak to the audience. But it does have that really dark humour running through it. It's really lovely. I've watched a couple of episodes of it. It's starting on the 1st of March. Um, it's written by Nancy Harris, who's a playwright, and she also won the Rooney Prize for Irish Literature in 2012. Uh, directed by Paddy Brannock, who directed Rosie and Aisha. So like you've got really good team minded here. Um, Roshan Gallagher is great as Shiv Sheridan. You know, she's really balancing the line between somebody who has decided to tackle her addiction but is also trying to tackle her family who are really wrecking her head when she comes home to Ireland. You know, she comes home from London and she's basically saying, I don't have any money, I can't need to stay here. Her dad is played by Kieran Hines who's just, you know, amazing as he is in everything. And Pom Boyd plays her mum and she's so good because towards the end of the first episode you realise even though she's very kind of ditzy and a bit all over the place, there's actually a real layer of familial grief that's running through things. So there's a deeper layers than just kind of, you know, ditzy mom or ditzy daughter comes home. I really liked all the things that are happening in it and how it unveils stuff slowly and the humour and the lines in it are really funny as so well. So that's an eight-parter starting yeah. on RT1 and the RT player from the 1st of March. And now we're going to the cinema, Irish cinemas this weekend, Cocaine Bear. Let's have a <laughs> listen before we talk about this. Mr McKendry, have you ever done cocaine? What? Why do you ask? Just wondering if it has long-term side effects. 
for the bear, of course, if it just did a little bit. Well, it could create a habit for the bear. What if they never want to do it again? Oh, then it, it should be fine. But Mama Bear and Papa Bear will be very angry because drugs, especially cocaine, are very, very bad. What if they would never find out? Oh, Henry, we always find out. So Cocaine Bear does what it says on the tin. I think so. I think this is very much a kind of a snakes on a plane vibe. Like it just is, it is what it says. It <laughs> I think we, both, we both wrote that in our notes, snakes on a plane. Exactly. Yeah, we definitely did. Yeah. Sometimes they do these films about these really large animals. I don't really understand it, but it just happens. So you just kind of have to go with it. Yeah. So cinema is a really weird place at the moment for me anyway. And if you don't like superhero movies, which I don't, it can be kind of a bit bleak. Like there's not much going on. Puss and Boots, that's what I watched last <laughs> yeah, that kind of Yeah, exactly. That kind of stuff. So if you're you're not a Puss in Boots fan or you're not into you know the latest Ant-Man or whatever it is you could do Cocaine Bear which is out today <laughs> since so it's 24th it's like so Elizabeth Banks who, in, who you'll know she's a comedic actress she's also a director um she she wrote she's direct, directing this and it is one of the most bizarre kind of productions it seems ever put on ever put on the in the cinema this is based on a kind of a true story about 175 pound Pablo Escobar, who ingested a massive amount of cocaine in 1985 and went on a rampage. Right. So you can see that this is, you're not going to get, as Aoife was talking about, lots of layers here. Yeah. But I think it's There's just, no subtext in this film, there's no ever, su- I'd imagine. There's yeah. no subtext. It was also filmed in Wicklow. It was shot in Avoca, uh, Barnslagan Woods and Powers Court, among other locations. So yay, it's no yay for us, I guess. So it's, involved a, it's in, a bear who takes a lot yeah, of cocaine. It's a bear who takes a lot of cocaine and goes on on a rampage and a family have to escape. It's stolen cocaine, I think, that he stumbles across. Correct. He finds it in a duffel yes. bag and he eats it. And in, in real eats life, it. he didn't have quite a, a nice ending, but no. the bear was actually stuffed and put on display and has had various different owners. But in this film, it basically imagines if he didn't, if that didn't happen to him, if he wasn't, you know, shot down or whatever, <laughs> would he go on a rampage? And then you have a, a wonderful cast around him, including Margot Martindale, who is a character actress that, that pops up in a lot of things. Um, and I think The Handmaid's Tale is one of the ones she was in. Yeah, that's um, right. And she He's always great and everything. So yeah. you have and Kerry Rus- Russell as well and Alden Ehrenreich. Is, com- is it a comedy or what? Yeah, yeah, it is like an action Ray comedy. Ray Liotta's Liotta's before... is his last oh. film role, apparently. This so is, it's it's, yeah. it's funny. We think. It, it is hopefully yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of an, an action comedy. I'd say yeah. featuring a large bear. All right, on a lot That's of drugs. Anything. <laughs> if you don't fancy that, you can wait till the tenth of March for the newest installment of the Scream franchise. Let's have a listen. I had this secret. There's a darkness inside of me. It followed me here. And it's gonna keep coming for us. We share a certain history. This isn't like any other ghost face. What is this place? A shrine. They're having a laugh now. Scream <laughs> I, 6, come on. I know, and it's a sequel to Scream, which is actually Scream 5, which came out a couple yeah. of years ago. I mean, I don't know how they're going to make the deaths even worse because there's like blood, gore, everything in the Scream films. Um, I went back and watched all of the franchise when the last film came out because I'd seen a few and not seen other ones. They vary in you know in quality towards the middle. It does dip. But in the last film, and I think from looking at the trailer for this too, the quality is really upped. The stakes are really up. Um, but in this film, you don't have Nev Campbell, who plays Sidney Prescott, 
who is the main yes. you know, screen scream final girl. So she's not in this because Nev Campbell didn't like the offer of money that they actually wanted to give her for this film. But instead, they've decided to focus on the kind of leftover survivors, <laughs> the young people from the previous film, which is a good, I think, a good choice because, you know, even though it's nice to have um, the same themes running through in terms of the characters, it's also nice to focus on some new people. And it's clever mm. from a franchise point of view because you can kind of bring them into the rest of the franchise because they're not as old as maybe the other members and so there's more years left in them to make movies if no, they survive not the, for um, me don't ghost like, face don't killer like scary things I saw the first one there recently and it almost seems quaint in comparison yeah, to like it, the to, to, to yeah. stuff it's the ancient. It's I mean, ancient. It's ancient. 96. 96. Yeah. 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 Fair play to them. I mean, yeah. you know. <laughs> Still going. i for them even though I'm really squeamish. I don't know why. I just yeah. they, they give you a lot of entertainment if yeah. that's your kind of thing. More for the Happy Valley <laughs> vibe which yeah. is, people are missing it. You've found something to yeah. replace it. So something that has been very good for a, a good number of seasons is Unforgotten. So if there is a Happy Valley shaped hole in your life at the moment you may be interested that the, f- the fifth season Season is starting on the ITV on the 27th of February which is this Monday coming Irish actor Sinead Keegan has joined the cast as the new DCI whose responsibility it is to solve cold cases um, also Nicola Walker who starred in Last Tango in Halifax which was also Sally Wainwright written was in the first four seasons of um of Unforgotten as well so it's a nice crossover sometimes you know it's it's similar kind of vibe yeah. different stories and if you're missing Happy Valley on a Sunday night as I am and I don't know what to do with myself this is actually really good as okay. well a couple okay. of Unforgotten there yeah. is out uh, the new season ITV from the 25th and the Dublin International Film Festival is underway at the moment as yeah, well Yeah it opened last night Paul Meskel was there for his film um, God's Creatures which is a great film it's coming out at the end of, of March but it was on last night to open Gosh, he's so prolific I haven't seen After Sun yet and he's got another yeah. one. Oh, that is just gorgeous I loved After Sun it's yeah. yeah it's really really beautiful so the festival runs from the 23rd yesterday until the 4th of March there's loads of films on if you head to diff.ie you'll find out everything that's on there but there's great documentaries if people want to see more factual things like 406 Days which is about the Debenham strike and Atomic Hope which is about people who are pro-nuclear power I've interviewed the, the people involved in both of those and they're so interesting um, and you also have Close which is an Oscar nominated film that's going to get its Irish debut um, and a film about Anne Lovett called Anne is on so it's you know a really big wide um, spread of films that are on there from short films to documentaries to features so head to diff.ie and you can pick up your tickets and head any time between now and the 4th of March Great stuff Thank you both very much Afric and Aoife Good to see you both with plenty of choices for us Just want to bring you more detail on the baby names now for 2022 from the Central Statistics Office So Noah was the second most favoured name for boys in 2022 and it held the top or joint top spot in 10 locations including Donegal and Cork City Some counties picked names outside of the top five. So Muhammad was ranked 86th nationally, but it was the most favoured name in Galway City. Harry and James were the joint most popular boys' names in Waterford County. Oliver was the most popular boys' name for parents of UK nationality. Grace was the top girl's name in Ulster. Olivia was the most popular girl's name in three counties. Cavan, Dunleary Rathdown and Fingal and Mia and Millie were the joint first choice in Sligo. Murphy was the most common surname for babies born in 2022 and we wouldn't be in Ireland if that wasn't the case. Let's take a break. Text 51551 today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.